Listeners, welcome. I'm your host, Michael Kiponi, and this episode will be dedicated to the recent developments in North Korea. First and foremost, there have been publications announcing the possible death of Kim Jong-un, the totalitarian leader of the DPRK, also known as North Korea. Many different news sources like CNN, TMZ, and NBC claim that the North Korean dictator has died from complications due to failed heart surgery. NBC revealed that they received this information from two U.S. officials, but will not divulge who they are. What a mess, to say the least. North Korea is a very difficult country to analyze from a political point of view. What most people do not understand about the country is that it isn't uncommon for the leader to disappear from time to time. In a country like North Korea, the whereabouts of Kim Jong-un, the supreme leader, is precious information. It's estimated that only a handful of people know where he is at all times to avoid any kind of harm that might come to him, which also includes harm from within the title circle of power. Kim has disappeared before. As a matter of fact, he once disappeared for two weeks and then reappeared in state-owned media boasting a cane, which raised many eyebrows amongst analysts wondering if he was injured or had gotten operated. What's important to grasp is also that the reports of his death cannot be confirmed which means that this is only speculation at the moment. Do not jump to conclusions. Wink, wink. The possibility of him being alive and well, relatively well, in his case, is just as valid, and I'll explain why. An intelligence report shows the possible sighting of Kim's, or what is rumored to be Kim's, green armored transport train near what is speculated also to be uh, some of one of his resorts, uh, so personal Kim Jong-un's personal property. Furthermore, the medical facility that supposedly treated Kim is not known to having any equipment to perform uh, to, to perform any kind of surgery, let alone a massive heart surgery, open heart surgery, I believe. Um, so the possible this kind of rules out the possibility that that actually happened. So you know the initial information of Kim's botched surgery was announced by Daily NK, which is a South Korean medium that's dedicated to informing South Koreans of what's going on in North Korea. And this medium could only present the single unnamed source as quote-unquote proof to the article statement, which kind of brings, which kind of loses credibility to a certain point of view when you only have uh, one source and nobody else can confirm uh, that statement. BBC Monitoring has also claimed that North Korea has not changed, uh, has not exhibited any behavior in the state-owned media, and even if they would would not seem to affect it even if the regime was in a state of crisis, which means that, you know, North Koreans are obviously or would not be aware of what is going on in North Korea. They would obviously refrain from expressing themselves for obvious reasons, uh, as, you know, freedom of expression is not an acquired right north of the 38th parallel, which is North Korea. These, you know, the silence would be cautioned to tame the fear of punishment uh, and as well being branded as an enemy of the state and succumbing to the regime's vast methods of punishment, which include the three generations rule, labor camps, and execution. I'll I'll jump right back. In case you're not familiar with the three generations rule, that means that if your parent, if your father committed a crime, you will be imprisoned with your father, and when you have kids, eventually those kids will be imprisoned as well. It's also important to know that in North Korea, the possibility of parole is denied and practically does not exist. So good luck getting out of the gulag. And to add to the last point, 
on the freedom of expression of the people spreading rumors or the possibility of them. Uh, this could also become some sort of a test. Kim Jong-un could be using this as a hiatus, uh, as a means to provoke political chatter, thus revealing possible enemies within the state. And considering Kim's political paranoia, such strategies aren't uncommon within the regime. The news of Kim's possible death has also brought uh, a lot of speculation regarding the possible uh, succession of power in North Korea. It is, ru- it is rumored that Kim's sister, Kim Yo-jong, might be the one to take power in North Korea if her brother died at this point in time. She's gotten closer to Kim, supposedly in recent years, having taken responsibilities within the state's propaganda ministry. She's also portrayed to be uh, the more conservative persona when she appears with her brother in public. I'll, I'll, I'll add to that point. Kim sometimes appears with his wife, with his wife, Risol Ju, who depicts his more progressive side, wearing obviously who has a more uh, aesthetical relaxed aesthetical appearance wearing clothes of lighter color as to where his sister uh, Kim Yo-jong is obviously known to show off uh, obviously looking much meaner and flexing the regime's political guns she has also been known to criticize South Korea for their objection to North Korean military testing even getting to the point of calling the defense mini- the South Korean defense ministry's objection the grievances of a barking dog Obviously, um, whether she actually said that or not is to be interpreted, but she has been known to, uh, to pronounce herself and in, insult South Korea, calling them cowards, and you could imagine that coming from within the North Korean regime. But what's important to know regarding uh, succession of power in North Korea, it does have a history of male succession, and women are basically excluded from the highest positions of power in North Korea which means that a sudden transition is highly unlikely, but not impossible at this point. Some have speculated that North Korea might even slide closer to democracy following uh, following Kim's possible death. This argument isn't a strong one, and I'll explain why. North Korea's main allies wouldn't be open to it getting friendlier with the West, obviously, which would create even more tension in the region between NATO, Russia, and China, and other countries as well. Russia wouldn't allow American influence to extend so to extend so close to their borders, and China wouldn't be any happier to have Western influence closer to directly at their borders as well. What's important to note is that the succession of power in North Korea will most unlikely uh, will pro- will not break the regime's political status quo, which means that the state will just have a brand new dictator. So, for those who are keeping up with North Korean affairs. Uh, we'll have to be patient and avoid jumping to conclusions until we receive actual confirmation of the Supreme Leader's death or uh, until Kim Jong-un decides to make a public appearance, thus denying uh, any possibility of his death. So I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode of Our World Today, and I will be getting back to you soon.